Welcome to episode six of Pussy Empowered Podcast. My name is Alyssa Aparicio, and I'm a pussy empowerer and performer. I believe that when you untame your pussy, you access your power. And I teach women how to do this with a holistic approach that incorporates mind, body, spirit, and emotion. As promised back in episode two, when I shared my nine elements of pussy power, I'm walking you through each of these nine in no particular order. And today we're talking about parade your power. When I teach about parading your power in my offering, this is the element of the framework that addresses how to bridge what we discover in studying the theory of pussy power, exploring our interior worlds, what we bring to light when we go inwards, and what comes out when we allow ourselves to be seen outwardly. It bridges pussy power from theory into presence and practice. It allows us to confront what happens in the process of practicing this power of being witnessed and seen in our radiance. Whenever I talk about this topic, the first thing that comes to mind is the woman who inspired me to become a performer. When I was growing up, I was obsessed with music videos. I was in dance classes since I was two and a half years old. So the idea of performance was something I was already engaging with from day one. From the fourth floor of the apartment building my family lived in in the Bronx, I would sit entranced. Whenever I would see performers on TV, especially Madonna or Janet Jackson, for starters, because that's who I remember most vividly from a very young age, it was very evident that they were fucking powerful. Yeah, the spectacle of it all was mesmerizing, but I was also drawn to something that these women embodied that I just didn't see in everyday life. Now that I'm older, I'm putting words to it. It's a certain command of sensuality, a comfort with attention, and the casting of spells across audiences, something that transcends screens. Even from that age, I could tell there was something going on here, and whatever it was, I wanted it for myself. I decided then and there that I was going to be a performer. I soon began to learn that my passion for performance and love for flair was not always welcomed. I remember getting in trouble for putting on one of my party dresses to go to my grandparents' house. I remember bringing a flashy dance costume to school for a school party in third grade and my teacher turning bright red and telling me I was going to get her in trouble. Mind you, I was in Catholic school, so there's even more layers there that I won't go into right now. I remember wearing a dope denim corset and skirt combo from Forever 21 to a friend's party and getting called a stripper by my peers in sixth grade. What does a stripper even mean to a sixth grader? I remember hearing a lot that I was a ham, that I loved attention in a negative way, and yet I remember how much attention was given to celebrity in my household growing up and how revered these individuals were on a larger scale. But when I looked around, it seemed that the women I saw were not owning this power I was noticing from celebrities. I was confused, and why was it so bad to want attention in the first place? especially when I was being trained to perform and adjusting performance at every turn. What I gathered from this experience was that it was only safe and welcome to be radiant from the stage. It was only okay to show skin in a performance setting, only okay to want to be seen from afar. Otherwise, we are to turn the dial down or we will be unsafe, unprotected, dangerous, in danger, annoying. <laughs> Looking back, I have compassion for and understand where my conflict or conflict around being seen may have come from on the one hand i fucking love to be seen i love stages i love performing i'm an exhibitionist with my body and art 
On the other hand, I see how I've been taught that taking up space in the real world is not as acceptable. The conclusion I've drawn from this is as follows. Women are celebrated when they are a spectacle. But when women take agency over our sensuality and sexuality in the real world, we are often met with discomfort, disdain, and outright disrespect. Our sociocultural reality is one that does not want women to shine unless it profits the patriarchy or contributes to capitalist ideals. I have a vivid example. A few summers ago, I was in the south of France along the beach on a hot-ass day. I'm talking like above 100 degrees. I was wearing something of a halter bra situation with high-waisted pants. I went to get on the bus, and the bus driver started to throw a fit, pointing at my breasts. The bus was packed, and I was super confused. He kept yelling in French, and eventually a polite stranger told me the driver wanted me to cover up. I went to a seat and was pulling out my shawl. I soon realized he was watching me in the rearview mirror to make sure I, was, I followed through. He even stopped the bus and walked to the back to reiterate with more yelling that I needed to put more clothes on. I was in shock at the spectacle he caused throughout the bus. After I put on a shawl and the bus began to move again, I washed out the window. As square after square, street after street, I saw statues of naked women everywhere. What fucking irony, I thought. Isn't this exactly how it all works? Women get to be art. Women get to be seen for the pleasure of men, but women never get to exist freely in our own bodies at peace and at ease. I recognize that in this story, I was a privileged outsider from another country, in a very Catholic country to be more specific, but given my background with Catholicism, I will never apologize for contesting the policing around women's bodies that overlaps with religion. Sorry, not sorry. So I'm here to remind you that your body is not inherently pornographic. Your body is not inherently sacrilegious. Your body is not inherently profane. Your body is not inherently disruptful. What your body is, is powerful. And the patriarchy don't want you to know it. So if you've never heard this before, I want to tell you straight up that you deserve the right to be radiant and embody your sensuality whether no one is watching or everyone is watching. Because it's yours. Yet in this patriarchal society where women's bodies are overly policed and overtly disrespected, it's not always easy. We will have to choose to play inside of the line sometimes. We will have to be, air quote, respectful in places that are not our homes. Actually, as a side note, I heard two recent stories about women being sued or arrested for being naked in their own homes. What the fuck? So we will have to be mindful about who is around when we bare our skin. Unfortunately, we just do for now. And this is where boundaries come in. Not just boundaries of protection from other people, but also boundaries around what we know to be the truth of our natural form, of our right to exist in all of our embodiment. We must remember that above all, our bodies are to be respected, honored, worshipped, and that we deserve our freedom. We must practice this knowing. We must practice moving through the world with this awareness and conviction. We must practice believing that there is another way and that we are part of creating it. We will be challenged. The law and powers that be won't always be on our side. And we must trust ourselves to know when to assert what we believe is our right and when to play along for sanity's sake. We must be compassionate with ourselves when we feel shame arise, when we comply with ridiculous laws, and when we have moments of questioning our power. We must be a part of policy reform. We must stand up for our sisters and friends and children when we see that they are being conditioned to feel uncomfortable in their own skin. 
In my experiences as a professional performer and as a woman in everyday life, I have pressed back against any edges that felt intimidating and forbidden. I have refused to accept the feeling of shame for simply being in my natural goddess-given form. In this realm, I have experimented with nudity, exhibitionism, the underground, the highest heights, and the everyday. Some places I have embodied my naked skin, sensuality, and sexuality very publicly include as an art model, as a burlesque and exotic dancer, as someone who is very flesh positive in regular life, as my client Adriana hilariously and accurately referred to me recently. I have flashed many a landscape, temple, and crowd with my photo series Flash the Abyss. I once got to dance samba on a billboard on Sunset Boulevard. I once danced in front of hundreds of thousands of people on stage with Tiesto at Electric Daisy Carnival in Vegas. I've danced topless, bottomless, I've freestyled and done choreography. I was on national television in my underwear when I was on Project Runway. And of course, I've walked down many a street in New York City and Los Angeles, which sometimes feel like a stage in and of itself. Not all of these experiences were empowering. But I have learned a lot about the distinctions between what feels empowering and what does not, and how to feel in my power no matter who is watching or if no one is or if no one at all is watching. And this learning has been the biggest gift. If you are on a stage and not feeling in your power in front of tons of people and see that no one is even watching you, it can be very painful. It can be just as painful to feel that everyone is watching you. Just as when you walk down the street, it can feel vulnerable to feel eyes on you and just as vulnerable to feel invisible. You do not need a stage to parade your power, but if the stage calls you, you should know how to command it. You do not need a crowd to validate your expression, but you should know how to feel your power even if you are in front of one. On the flip side, you should know how to feel and exercise your power when no one is watching and to feel how healing that is too. Because the more you give your power over to external validation, the more empty you will feel. And I've been there too. And the more I learn to feel in my power, no matter where I go or whether I go nowhere at all, the more I feel whole. Here are some elements of parading your power that I teach and feel are extremely important. Sublime presence. Embodiment of truth. Postural integrity. Adornment. Rootedness and purpose, unapologetic boundaries. These elements are integral parts of my Pussy Empowered offerings. Here I create intimate, safe spaces for women to explore their sensuality, embodiment, and self-expression. And to be witnessed in this exploration, to practice being seen, to practice what it feels like to be seen and stay present while it's staying embodied, staying in integrity with truth, and to begin to move through the world from that place. Because it is your birthright to feel powerful in your body and unapologetic about taking up space. If you're desiring to feel more pussy empowered and comfortable parading your unique power, I invite you to continue this conversation alongside other badass women like yourself. Join me in my free private group, Pussy Empowered Coven. You'll find the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope that you found it empowering. Until next time, I'm Alyssa Aparicio and I'm wishing you a powerful day.